Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Today, I want to talk a little about the idea um, of that everybody should go to college or, you know, some people are starting to ask the question, is college worth it? Um, and I'm not going to answer the question, but I'm going to kind of give you my insights and kind of the you know discussions I have with clients, as well as just from a personal opinion, uh, some of the things I see out there. Um, so let's start with, uh, usually if you Google, is college worth it? Um, there's a lot of articles that will pop up about the average income differentiation between a college graduate and a high school graduate. So you know, when I did this same Google search, it came back with an article from 2021 and said the median uh, salary, starting salary for a college graduate is $52,000. And the average starting salary for a high school graduate is $30,000. And that $22,000 difference is basically that argument of, well, you should go to college and get your degree because you're going to be more employable and have a higher average wage throughout your career. And that kind of justifies the the kind of the cost of college. Um, so you look at that and say, well, yeah, if I had a choice between making $52,000 or $30,000, obviously I'm going to make $52,000. So everybody should go to college. Um, but a college degree is not a guarantee that you get a job and you get a job making that type of money because I'm imagining uh, most people listening probably know at least one person who has a college degree that is currently unemployed or struggling to find their path or maybe having changed jobs and, and maybe, uh, you know, kind of behind the curve a little bit. And we all probably know a high school, you know, someone who finished their high school degree or maybe didn't finish college or in some situations didn't even finish high school, but are extremely successful in, in their own rights, you know, and whether they started their own business or they've developed, um, you know, uh, a new, you know, a new innovative idea that's kind of propelled them to personal success. So when we talk about is college worth it or is college a good idea, um, it's not just that you know, yes or no answer. Um, because like I said, there's no guarantees in life when it comes to, well, I got the degree, now someone's just going to walk up and hand me a job. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the economics first. So if someone said, is college worth it? And they referenced that article. The first thing I would do is say, okay, well, let's, let's put it on a year by year basis. So if I uh, went to college and let's say on average college cost me $40,000 a year. I know it can cost more. It can cost less, uh, depending on financial aid, financial situations. Some people can go to college at little to no cost. Others are paying double that $40,000 number. So let's start with, let's, let's just use a, a, a baseline average of $40,000 all in. That's your, uh, tuition, room, board, books, travel, all that type of stuff. Um, and you do that for four years. So $40,000 times four years. Uh, and we're going to assume no inflation, which really isn't the case either. But that's $160,000 that you have to pay out of your pocket or out of your parents' pocket or out of your grandparents' pocket uh, to attend college. So at 18, you start college. And at 21, 22, you're finished. And you're $160,000 in the hole. Um, versus the other person who's finished high school and said, you know what? Uh, college is not for me. I'm just going to go get a job. And they get a job and they someone says, well, I'll pay you to come work for me and I'm going to pay you $30,000 a year. So they go to, they start working right out of high school and they start making $30,000. So $30,000 times four is $120,000. So at the end of four years, the high school student uh, has earned $120,000. The college graduate has spent $160,000. 
So the delta between those two is $280,000. So right now the college student is in the hole 280,000 to the high school student. So if we then basically said, okay, well, now I'm going to come out and someone's going to give me a job paying $52,000. If I get make $52,000, it's only going to take me about five and a half years to make up that difference. So that's $280,000 divided by 52,000 is a little north of five years. But the high school student is still earning as well. So you, you really only use the difference. So the difference between 52,000 and 30,000 is $22,000. So if you take, if I, if how many years would it take you to make up that difference of $22,000? Basically it's $280,000 divided by $22,000. And that roughly is about 12 and a half years. And this is very simple math. It's not taking into, uh, into consideration the inflation on the cost of college. It's not also taking into pay raises and, and bonuses and things like that in your salaries. Um, but it's a very simplified mathematical equation to say, okay, well, if I go to college versus starting to work right out of high school, it's gonna take me about 12 years post-college to kind of break even. So by the time I'm 34, 35 years old, I'm now net-net have made more money uh, in uh, than I would have if I had just skipped college. So from age 35, though, till age, let's say, 65 or 67, which is currently the full retirement age, that's 32 years of making $22,000 more. Um, plus, uh, assuming you're going to get pay raises, and let's say you get an average 3% pay raise, your annual pay raise is off of a bigger number. So you start to see that you know, compounding interest factor come to work. So if you basically just said, well, if we never got another pay raise and it's $22,000 towards 30,000 extra years of work, 30 years of extra work, that's roughly an extra $600,000 in my pocket. So I invested $160,000 in a college education to generate $600,000 more of lifetime earning income. Um, so from an investment standpoint, that's that's a pretty good you know investment. I'm not, I haven't taken the time to calculate the return on investment, uh, but you know that's what it is. So is it economically more, um, uh, is it a better decision to go to college? And on, in those situations, the, the short answer is yes. You know, on if you're going to have, uh, with a college degree, you are more employable. You know, if you read any type of job search, and a lot of them say, you know, college degree required. Um, you know, if the perfect candidate came along and they didn't have it, would they might bend that rule? Possibly. But on average, you're, you're, you know, that's going to set yourself apart. Um, you're going to possibly generate a higher earnings income. You might open up some new doors. Um, but when it, you know, when it comes to all these factors, a lot of it is, okay, well, what school am I going to choose? What field of study am I going to choose? Because, you know, all these studies and reports are based on averages. Um, and, you know, if you go out and you graduate uh, college and you go into a field like uh, the nonprofit world, maybe the average starting salary is only thirty dollars or $35,000, even if you have a college degree, versus if you graduate and you go into investment banking or other fields that might have, you know, a six-figure starting incomes, um, obviously completely different <laughs> career paths and different stress points and, and, and different workloads. But, um, you know, obviously that's going to, to factor into your decision uh, as far as career earnings potential, because without a college degree, you, you can't get into investment banking. But without a college degree, you might be able to work in a nonprofit field, um, you know, or certain sectors. So um, you you want to think about, you know, the type of school I'm attending uh, versus and also the field of study I'm choosing. So if you know that, you know, uh, 
you plan to work in the nonprofit space or you're you're going to get into education, which may not have the greatest long-term career earnings, you might say, well, okay, well, I could go to the most expensive school uh, and come out with a lot of debt, or maybe I'm going to choose a more reasonable school for my undergraduate, or maybe try to take some additional APs or maybe a year, uh, take some extra summer courses at the community college so I can try to finish a semester early for my, my, my primary school. Um, and all those things will kind of help with the economics of, of, of college. Um, but when we talk about is college worth it, uh, you know, all, a lot of things I talk about in these episodes is about planning, about open communication, about having a strategy that eliminates uh, some of the self-doubt, some of the anxiety, and really make you feel more confident about the decisions you're making. So if you're, you know, your, your son or daughter uh, is in high school and you, you're, they're struggling academically, um, you know, and you're thinking, well, geez, everyone needs to go to college, but you know, they're not doing so well in high school. Should we spend this money or, or the investment, maybe they're they're better off just going into the workforce. Um, you know, like I said, I don't have the answer for you. And there's there are examples of students that struggled in high school, but when they get to college and they're able to focus on their specific field, uh, really come into their own and start to improve academically. Um, there's also examples of kids that struggled in high school that go to college and drop out. And those bills are still owed back to the school or those student loans are still due. So I'm not going to say you know, if they're struggling in high school, it's a guarantee they're going to to write the ship or they definitely should or should not go to college. Um, but I was reading an article recently that just talked about uh, kind of the 15 soft skills of, of, of ex college experience. So, um, and I'm not going to read all 15 of them, but basically the idea is, you, you know, you go to college and you're going to learn some things. Um, you know, I was an economics major and you know, it has applied into the financial planning world, but um, a lot of people go to school for engineering and end up doing banking. They go to school for uh, science and they end up uh, in a completely unrelated field. So the the knowledge that you learn, you know, acquire in college doesn't always translate right into your career path or your your success in the professional world. Um, but there are a whole lot of skills that you learn um, that are invaluable. You know, the idea of separating from from home a little bit, uh, learning to be on your own independently, working to live with strangers or new roommates, you know, developing new social skills, getting outside your comfort zone, you know, maybe having to you know find your way and find your own food sources and, and all those types of things that come along with, uh, you know, developing as, as an adult, as a human being. So when we talk about is college worth it? Um, like I said, I'm not going to say from an academic standpoint, if it's the right thing for you or your child. Or if it's a must, um, you know, similar to like SAT prep, anytime there's a declarative statement, it's usually the answer is false. So is should everybody go to college? Well, we know the answer is going to be false because there's got to be at least one or two people that college is not right for them. Um, so should everyone go to college? I guess my answer is no. Um, but when it comes to uh, having a plan for you and your family, um, I think my my concern is that if, you know, for the individual who graduates high school, goes right into the workforce. Um, you know, people are living longer. So if we think about, you know, two or three generations ago, a lot of people left high school, they went right into the workforce, they got married, they had their kids, um, and average life expectancy was maybe in their 60s to 70s. So they had probably had about, you know, 40 to 45 years of working. Um, now people are living into their 80s, 90s, 100s. So if you leave the work, if you leave high school at 18, and you're looking at you know a lifespan up until possibly 90, that is 72 years of work. Um, that's a lot of work to look at look ahead of you and possibly a lot of different jobs and a lot of, a lot of effort. So when you think about 
that transition period, you know, between 18 and 22, when a lot of people go to college, um, they're not really ready to uh, kind of be full-fledged adults, um, but it, it's that transition point where they're learning to, to you know, you know, to become a grown-up and learning what it might take. And there's people that graduate college at 22 and still aren't ready to be a grown-up. But um, you know, when it comes to that that high school to college transition, if your family decides, you know what, I don't think college is right for us. You know, either academically they're struggling, financially we're not ready to make that plunge unless we think it's kind of more of a sure thing. Um, just kind of saying, well, we're not going to go to college and go get a job. Uh, the, I think the challenge is, so where are they going to live? So they're going to live with you. Are they going to pay rent? Are you going to? How are they going to create that separation and and kind of start to you know develop it into an adult? Um, so. If you if you're choosing that college is not the right thing, you know I would spend some time exploring alternatives around how are we going to create um, a simulation that has them start to adult, meaning um, you know learning about you know structuring their bills, maybe taking on some debt, maybe uh, finding housing, finding their own food sources, contributing to the you know you know the things that are going on in the household, um, and then maybe is there an opportunity to say well if we were going to invest let's say twenty five thousand dollars in their college education. We still want to invest in their future and in their development, um, but maybe we're not going to give it to XYZ University. So that $25,000 maybe becomes an investment in uh, you know, a, a, a shared living space that might be outside yours. Maybe it's uh, a, a job exchange that takes them to another country or another state where they're working and they're developing on some of these soft skills, um, but they're doing it in more of a, a working environment or something like that. Um, so, you know, there's not a, there's not a perfect answer when it comes to this, but, um, ultimately, uh, it comes to having a game plan. And this is, this is the same tr is true as if you're going to send your child off to college, you should have a game plan. They don't have to know exactly what they're going to do, um, uh, in life, but, you know, making sure you're having that open communication around, Hey, look, we're investing 30, 40, $50,000 in your development as a person. Um, please do your best in school. You know, but we also want you to think about, you know, ways to build your per per personal and professional network, you know, incre increase your communication skills for job interviews, make sure you're using the, the time to learn new skills and develop new relationships. So all those things that come into adulting, you know, you want to start to have that conversation, even for your students that are going off to college. So making sure they're starting to take you know, uh, personal accountability. And, and it, like I said, you don't want to dump it all on their plate on day one, but, you know, have a plan. So maybe as a freshman, you talk to them about this. As a sophomore, junior, senior, you know, different conversations, different transition points, different um, you know things you're going to put on their plate and take off of your plate um, to really to make that 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 a game plan. So you know, you know, there's like I said, this is a discussion uh, that will probably continue on for many years, especially with the rising cost of college. You know, the uh, burden that student debt is putting on. Uh, young professionals, um, you know, the talks in Congress about trying to relieve or eliminate some of this debt, um, the financial ramifications, the stress, the anxiety that comes along with it um, has people second guessing, like, did I make the right decision? Was college the right choice? Um, you know, personally, you know, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. It was, I thought it was an amazing opportunity, um, you know, for, um, like I said, but it's not uh, what what's right for one person is not always right for the next person. And, for individuals that kind of go into it without a plan or strategy, sometimes it's going to not go the way you hoped. 
Uh, and when you look back and you start to second guess your decisions, um, it, you, it isn't necessarily the experience. It was because you maybe went into it without a plan or without a strategy or without clear expectations, or there wasn't ongoing communication or dialogue about how to make the most out of this situation. And like I said, whether that situation is going to college or choosing a trade or, or uh, you know, studying abroad or you know, doing a work uh, exchange in another country. So whatever it is, you want to make sure that you are, um, you know, doing your best to, to, just to, you know, increase the level of communication, you know, in, increase your awareness and understanding of the expectations so that you're more confident in the decisions you are making. Because um, everyone's going to, you know, have a second guess or there's always going to be an armchair quarterback about, oh, you should have done this, you could have done that better. Um, but that's not what this is all about. This is about making the right decision for you and your family, for you and your children, uh, and trying to, you know, invest in their future as adults and, and as people beyond just, you know, getting a marketing degree. Um, so, uh, and, and maybe in a future episode, I'll bring somebody on to, to take the, the opposite of this position, or maybe have a little more heated, uh, a little more dialogue around it. But, um, you know, as you think about, you know, if you have a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, and you're starting to have these discussions, um, you want to have, the, you know, you want to have this, uh, you know, kind of these thoughts in mind. So, you know, college, yes or no, if not college, then what if college, uh, how are we going to get the best on our return on investment? Um, not like I said, not just financially, but also as, as as personal and professional development. So, well, I appreciate your time, and until next time, I'm Matt Schroeder.